0: Porn-Free Radio, Episode 10. Welcome to Porn-Free Radio, I'm Matt Dobschutz. Porn-Free Radio is a new podcast aimed at creating meaningful connections with people who want to get free from porn addiction. This weekly podcast provides tools and strategies to live 100% porn-free. In this episode, we're talking about four porn pitfalls with popular media. Say that again very fast Four porn pitfalls with popular media. All right. I got through it. Um, you might be wondering what that title is coming from. And it seems to have kind of popped up in a number of areas this week. I heard about it in another podcast and I also saw it on Reddit. Uh, people were debating, uh, especially in our community, people who are, uh, in the NoFap community or porn-free community we're debating whether it was appropriate to watch the HBO show Game of Thrones. Now, Game of Thrones is a drama-rated TV MA for mature audiences. Uh, it has a lot of sexual content, including rape and other um, nudity and things like that. And so the debate is, you know, is it careless or Uh, not optimal to watch Game of Thrones. Um, And um, this isn't new. You know, HBO has been around for a while. There's been other uh, sexually explicit movies or popular movies that are nominated for Academy Awards or critically acclaimed TV shows or popular TV shows where uh, we, as people who are committed to living porn-free, have to wrestle with, is this appropriate for me? Does this cross my boundaries? Does this potentially, um, is this a potential porn pitfall for me? If I engage in watching this show, uh, will it lead to a relapse? Will it re- uh, lead to, to a reset? And I had an experience like this, um, similar to this, um, that I, I wanted to share. Uh, there was a show, uh, a few years ago that some of my coworkers were obsessed with and they talked about it a lot and it really piqued my interest. And I knew the show was on premium cable and I had a little idea of the subject and, um, you know, felt like it was okay for me to watch. um, it, you know, obviously it was HBO or Showtime, so I had to be careful to that to make sure there was nothing sexually explicit, and I had to. I was kind of trying to, you know, fast forward or kind of close my eyes if something sort of went into a certain situation. And um, I'm getting through the episode, and I complete the episode, and I don't have a relapse or anything like that, but. There was something about the episode that just really disturbed me. Uh, the main character um, was a serial killer and uh, kind of lived this very compartmentalized life, where he had his his psych- psychotic, you know, addiction, and uh, and then he had his sort of life where he hid everything and sort of put on a face for people, a, a kind of a fake you know false self and you know i don't know if it was something around that that just triggered me a little bit it didn't trigger me sexually but it triggered sort of this just weird feeling in me and it it's i think it's because it was familiar to me when i was in the middle of of acting out with porn and hiding it from my wife i was very much like this character very compartmentalized having sort of my porn life and then having the rest of my life where i went to church or i you know was was you know on vacations with my wife and sort of pretending um you know but in the, in the background i had this hidden porn life and there was something about that character and that the way that they expressed it that just really disturbed me and so i shared this with a couple of good friends Uh, who knew about my struggle and and my story. And, um, you know, I don't know what I was looking for from them. Maybe I was looking for for them to say, hey, you know, um, know, maybe you can't handle this right now, but maybe someday you'll be able to watch this series. Um, But they quickly said, Matt, you can never watch this TV show. It disturbed you so much you watched one episode. It's just not safe for you. Uh, it's not good for you. And it was kind of like a dagger went into me a little bit. Like it was so final that I was just, I don't know, I was kind of um, hurt a little bit. You know, there was a part of my pride that was kind of bruised by getting this sort of final, you know, statement from them. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized they were right. I just had to put this show in the off-limits-for-mat category. It didn't matter that it was popular. It didn't matter that my friends liked watching it. It wasn't good for me to watch. And when I did that, I, I really looked at my internal attitudes towards media. And for many of the first years when I was in recovery and starting to work on my stuff, these attitudes would come out in different ways. And I just um, wanted to share four of these pitfalls, these attitudes that we can have when dealing with popular media. And if we don't deal with these attitudes correctly, it will lead back to porn. It will lead us right back down the rabbit hole uh, and we'll be relapsing and resetting and then having to come clean all over again, having to put our plan back in place and so I think it's worth going over these pitfalls now and, and kind of talking about what they look like. And and when I say pitfalls, they're, they're attitudes. They're little lies or attitudes that we fall into that lure us back down to the path of pornography. So what are the four? Let me start with the first one. The first one is very subtle and it's it's just, I can handle this. And, you know, this lie got us into a lot of trouble. Even when we realized we started crossing lines and going deeper into pornography, something in us told us that we could still handle this, that we, um, even in our maybe attempt to recover, we, we could handle the freedom or we could handle not having a filter on our computer or we could handle watching a sexually explicit show. Um, I remember telling my wife uh, when I was really in the addiction, you know, that that sexual sexuality in movies really didn't affect me. And there might have been some truth to that. I might have been desensitized to sex that's in movies because I was looking at hardcore pornography. But I think there was another part of me that was sort of prideful. Like I can watch this woman undress and simulate sex with this other, uh, you know, actor, and it won't bother me. It doesn't have any effect on me. I'm okay. I'm an adult. Um, but the truth is there's a pride there. Um, it's, it's, there is a weakness that I have in this area. And there's a lot of denial that's in that statement, I can handle this. And you know, as you start to draw boundaries and set limits, you know, you realize that even things that you thought you could handle in the past really were so far past the boundaries where they should be. Um, you know, I'm thinking about even current shows. Um, you know, my wife loves watching the show Dancing with the Stars. And, um, you know, I'm not particularly into dancing and um, it's not a particular favorite for me. I'd much rather watch lots of other shows. But I have noticed when I've watched it with her, you know, how sexually explicit some of the costumes are and how intimate some of the dances are. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a tough thing to say that, dancing with the stars is not healthy for me to watch. And I think if I were early in my recovery, I don't think it would be healthy for me to watch. I think it would immediately uh, end uh, or or lead to me acting out. Now, I'm still wrestling with whether it's healthy for me to watch. And I don't watch every episode. And um, there's some dances that I just skip. Um, but That's something I'm still wrestling with, but that's something that would never have occurred to me 10 years ago. I would have never gone, oh, I can't watch a dancing show. This pride would have rose up in me like, of course you can watch it. It's dancing. But let's face it, you've come to this podcast because you have not been that successful at setting limits and handling things. Um, There's probably been some mistakes that you've made. And even if you've really gotten some good experience and some good recovery, you'll know, you'll still know that there's weakness. You know, the more you mature and the more you come out of this, the more weakness you realize you have. Does it mean that you end up in a reset and a relapse every morning? No. But you realize that you're weak and you're vulnerable, that this is a a vulnerability. So that's the first pitfall, the, the prideful statement, I can handle this. The second one that comes up with popular media is others can watch this. And, you know, there's a little bit of self pity in that. Like, why can they watch it, but I can't? You know, it's a very passive attitude uh, and it's focused on others. It, it, basically says, I want what they have. I want to be able to watch this without consequence, or I want to be able to watch this. Why shouldn't I be able to watch this? Um, but the truth is, that's passive. And, and, you know, you need to be proactive in setting your boundaries and limits. You need to keep safe and keep your boundaries regardless of what other people do, even your wife, you are the steward of you. You are the one who has to, to figure out what the right limit, what the appropriate boundary is for you. There's so many times I see people checking in on Reddit or online and saying, did this cross a line? Did I cross a line here? And I know some of us are really wrestling with that and we want some feedback. But a lot of times it's this very passive Uh, posture where people want to be told what to do. And you are the steward of you. You're the steward of your recovery. You're the one who really has to go, you know what? This dancing with the stars is too much for me to handle. It's just not going to lead to a good place. This show on HBO, no matter how popular it is, no matter how many of my friends watch it at work, is not good for me to watch. You need to set and keep the boundaries that keep you safe, regardless of other people. You have to be proactive. So that's one and two. I can handle this, and and why can others watch this? Those two attitudes. The third one is, I should be able to watch this. It's popular or it's normal. It should be normal. And what that is... Is entitlement. And that's sort of this expectation that I should be able to watch this. I'm an adult. Um, I am old enough. I'm mature, you know. And what this reminds me of is like the myth of moderation that alcoholics wrestle with. And this is where an alcoholic's like, well, I don't want to you know, go back to blackouts and, and benders, you know, with, with a bottle of vodka or something like that. But I'd like to have some wine with dinner, or I'd like to have a, a beer now and again. And I think the same thing happens to us. Now I'm not drawing a, um, connection necessarily between the physical addiction of alcoholism and, and, um, you know, porn struggle. Uh, you know, I know that there's a debate about the addictive quality of porn, and I'm not getting into that right now, but I'm just drawing a, a, a connection to that metaphor of the myth of moderation. I think there's a part of us that feels entitled to indulge uh, some of this illicit sexuality, especially after we've been in recovery for a while. We kind of feel like, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing. Uh, this actress naked in this important artistic role, or I wouldn't mind, um, you know, kind of catching a glimpse of a sexual encounter on screen or a a scene with a stripper. Uh, You know, I'm not looking at hardcore pornography anymore. I'm not, you know, masturbating or something like that. And it's just an indulgence, and it's this idea of I kind of deserve this. I can, I can take a little of the candy and not uh, eat the whole bag. And the truth is this really comes back to our pride and, um, and this idea that we can handle this, that we, we, or even that we deserve it a little bit, that, that we've been doing good we've been doing good with our pornography. I remember thinking that with my wife. You know, I've been doing really good. So what's the harm of me watching this movie? That's not anywhere near where I used to be. But the truth is, is if you indulge it enough, if you kind of look, don't look the other way, what happens is it starts getting in. It starts sort of Getting your mind back to focusing on the porn and the porn thing. It might start very innocent. You might start just doing some random searches on Google. I remember, um, you know, I heard about an actress who had a, you know, a, a wardrobe malfunction on the red carpet. And uh, I heard about it and it just stuck in my mind. And you know, a few days later, I went on Google and searched uh, for that picture. Now, it didn't lead to a a big binge, but, you know, just a small indulgence can lead you right back to where you you don't want to go. And we have to be careful. You know, I, um, I was just at the dentist's office a couple weeks ago, And the hygienist knows I pay attention to popular music and, you know, some some pop culture stuff. And and so, um, you know, she said, did you see this uh, musician last night at this award show? She was wearing this outfit and she described it. And it sounded totally triggering. Um, Not to mention that I'm sitting, you know, with this hygienist, Uh, This single woman. And she's telling me about this other woman and her lack of clothes. And that was kind of weird. And um, I, you know, I had to really make a quick choice. Like, first of all, I cannot look this up. It's off limits. Um, And not only that, I need to end this conversation as quickly as possible. And so I said, in a very plain voice, I said, you know, that musician um, has had some problems that have been public and I would bet $100 that she was sexually abused as a child. And let's just say that there was just a long pause of awkward silence and then the subject was changed. Now, did I want to be a killjoy? Did I want to be... You know, could I have maybe come up with a joke or something that could have diffused the conversation? Maybe. But that's the first thing that jumped into my head. I did not want to talk about this anymore with this hygienist and uh, didn't want to think about it anymore. And so that's what I focused on and said. So we have to be careful. Uh, this, This idea of entitlement can creep in, this indulgence, I deserve this, that type of thinking. So I can handle this, number one. Others can watch this. Why can't I? I should be able to watch this. It's popular. It's normal. And number four, this is the killer. And this is going to hurt when I tell you this. I'm going to pull the bandaid off right now. When I recover enough, this will be okay for me. And this is where I started when I was wanting to watch that show. And wanting my friends to sort of endorse me watching the show. I was really wrestling with this idea of when I recover enough, you know, maybe this will be okay for me. Maybe I can handle this. And this is a form of denial. It's it's a continual denial. It's it's tied to our pride, it's tied to self pity, it's tied to all these things, entitlement. But at the end of the day, it's a passive fantasy. We we got into this addiction, we got into this struggle because we couldn't handle it, because it wasn't okay for us. It wasn't optimal for us. You know, there's a, there's a verse, and I'm going to maybe misquote it, but it goes something like, you know, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. And... For us, it doesn't matter if it's on free TV. It doesn't matter if all our friends watch it. It may not be beneficial for us. And our goal is really to find out um, what's best for us, not just the edge of what we can take in and, and go for, but what's absolutely best for us. You know, the goal is to live porn free, not to live on the edge of porn and keep sleep slipping, you know, every few weeks, you know, we're setting boundaries right now and making choices that will help us overcome in the long run, not constantly trying to figure out exactly where the edge is, you know. Constantly, you know, reassessing and trying to figure out what's enough, what's too much is exhausting and it ends up just not serving us well. The energy that it takes to go, can I watch this? Can I, or maybe I can watch the show this week. You know, one of the guys who checked in, he was talking about Game of Thrones and he said, you know, I watched the show and then the next morning I had all this sexual fantasy, all this stuff. And so it's like, well, he watched that episode. Well, the, there's a part of us that thinks, well, that was, episode last, that was last week's episode. Maybe this week's episode I could handle. Maybe there won't be as much sex. You know, I used to do that with some of the HBO shows. It felt like the first couple of shows of the season would have the explicit nudity and then it would just go into the drama. Um, and I used to do that. But, you know, a few years ago, I just went, you know, those shows, I just have to say goodbye to. There were a number of shows that I just stopped watching mid, mid-season. I don't, and I don't even know if they're on the air anymore because I haven't paid attention. And um, and so that's the truth, you know. This stuff, if you're wrestling with it, it's not okay. If you're even having a doubt you probably need to draw the line and the boundary. You know, as I thinking about it, you know, I'm I'm there's a part of me that's going, Am I rationalizing watching Dancing with the Stars? Like even right now, I'm I'm thinking to myself, Am I am I suffering from pride with that? Like I can handle this, you know? Am I looking at self pity and going, well, others watch this? It's You know, am I thinking, hey, this is popular. I should be able to watch this. It's on primetime TV. You know, am I suffering from the lie? I've recovered enough to watch a sexy dance between two very beautiful people with barely any clothes on. Um, Am I in that denial? So the truth is, you know, this stuff... Some of these things, and you might be thinking of one thing right now that's just hanging on, and I have news for you. That will never be okay for you. If you've come to this podcast looking for help, that's the truth. It will never be okay for you. So just tell yourself that. Start to set that hard boundary. And, you know, the truth is if this works for you, You will get more sensitive, not less sensitive. Littler things will throw you off more. And I'm going to finish by telling you this story. Um, I went to a Bears game this last year. I'm a Bears fan. Uh, Chicago Bears, their football team. And, um, you know, I love going to the Bears game. I get to go to one game a year. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a rough atmosphere. You know, there's a tailgate and all that kind of stuff, a lot of drinking. So I got to kind of be careful, um, you know, just with my, you know, drinking too much or, or just getting in a situation where, um, you know, uh, just a conversation could turn into something that's, that's crossing a boundary for me. So, you know, I have to be kind of on my guard, but it's fun. It's about the Bears. I love going. It's about the Bears. It's fun. Well, this last game I went to, there was a tornado warning during the game. So they actually cleared the stadium and we had to go under the decks and basically stand around for two or three hours. And, you know, there was a moment where it started feeling kind of unsafe. All the security and some of the people who worked at the stadium went to a different location. And so it was just kind of just just us fans. And then I noticed some people were smoking, which is, you know, illegal in the stadium. And I realized, well, no one was there to tell them to stop. So there was kind of a boundarylessness that, that started to occur. Uh, and then what happened was, you know, just a few feet away from me, about 15 feet away, a couple kind of up against a garbage can started having sex now, you know, it was kind of a wet, cold day, so they had, you know, coats and stuff on. and But they were having sex, and, and you know, a couple of people around me noticed and pointed it out. And it was kind of a joke um, with the, f- the people I was with and some of these strangers I was standing with. Um, but for me, it immediately felt unsafe. Here was this expression of sort of illicit, kind of adult sexuality in a place that I felt, you know, pretty safe and excited. You know, I was there to watch the Bears game. I wasn't there to see a couple try to have sex up against a garbage can. And it just really upset me. I mean, it upset me deeply. And there was a part of me that's like mad at myself for being so upset. Like, why am I so sensitive now? Why can't I handle this? And the truth is I've changed i'm more sensitive you know i'm not just raw and crude because i've just i'm so desensitized to everything the fact that this was happening around me in a place where i generally you know felt like i was just going to have a good time was upsetting and you know some things might pop up that su- that surprise you there might be some things as you get some 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 days and some weeks and some years, uh, away from porn, little things might throw you off. You know, the, the Victoria's Secret catalog, you know, coming to your house. And I know it's, you know, you, you might think, Hey, well, I've been looking at porn and stuff like that. Really? I'm going to, a lingerie catalog is going to, you know, get me off track. But the truth is, as you start to scale back, as you start to set boundaries, as you start to get Uh, free from porn, little things can set you off and little things that maybe were just not even a problem before, you know, will, um, can get you off track, you know, being at the grocery store, just seeing the magazines at the grocery store. I don't think I paid a second. I don't think I gave a second look when I was in the middle of my struggle, when I was looking at hardcore pornography regularly. But now I have to kind of purposely make sure that I'm not gazing or taking too much time. You know, it, they're just, they're very alluring. There's, they're made a certain way. They're, they're made to catch your attention. And so you just have to realize that, you know, if this works for you, you will get more sensitive, not less sensitive. But I have one last encouragement. You will not miss it. You know, some of those shows that I gave up, I loved them. I liked watching them. They were funny or they were cool. I don't miss them. I I just don't. I don't think about them. I don't care what happened to the characters. You know, I think I watched The Sopranos all the way through. Um, I don't necessarily, I don't recommend it, actually. But... You know, I remember in like season 6 or 7 I was just kind of like watching it to the end to see what happens to the characters. And it's like I it was like I had to. And at the end, it was ambiguous, you know? Does Tony Soprano die? No, it, they left it ambiguous. So what I realized was I could have stopped watching it. It didn't matter. I can't tell you what happened in the last couple seasons. So, you know, some of this stuff that we get st- you know, hooked into, and these attitudes pop up can just be real pitfalls. And so think about those things. What are the pitfalls in your life? Are there any things that you're, are there any of those attitudes that you know that are affecting you? And are there some shows or, or some sort of um, thing that you keep going back to that you really need to give up? Think about that this week. Well, that's about all the time we have and um you know if this has been valuable valuable to you um you know subscribe in iTunes leave a review rate the show um that helps get the word out uh to others and i know there's a lot of other people out there who want to live porn free and they need to know that it can be done that it is possible And, you know, I know that you're starting to to head towards that way. Maybe you've given it up a long time ago and and you just need support. Or maybe you're, you know, maybe you just found this podcast and you're on day one. Um, The truth is there's more of us out there. And, you know, I want to get the message out. So go ahead, subscribe on iTunes, rate it, review. Uh, It helps us get the word out. All right. Well, I'll see you next week. Next week, we'll have a special episode about technology and porn. And as always, you can get the show notes for this or any other episode at pornfreeradio.com. This episode will will actually be at pornfreeradio.com slash 10. So we'll see you next week. Thanks.